0: Hello and welcome folks to episode 93 of the Ministry of Dice podcast. We're a UK-based podcast talking about all things Dice Masters in the United Kingdom. I'm Chris, otherwise known online as the true Mr. Six, and that guy over there... Is Andy, a.k.a. RJ Retro! (laughs) Andy and I were just having a, a little nostalgic stroll. Before we started recording, we were talking about the old Reserve Pool podcasts. Yes, we were. And I mentioned that RJ Retro, my favourite of the reserve pool. Uh, no offence, Isaac, if you're still listening, but RJ, just that voice. <laughs> the guy was just... Anyway, uh, we've probably got quite a few new li- newer listeners, but they were a, a Dice Masters fan podcast uh, and content creators. They used to run a website and stuff as well. In the in the older in the before times, yeah. in the olden days.
1: On the wireless that was. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> so here we are again, episode ninety three. Uh, good evening, my man. Evening. We are back once again.
1: With the Renegade to... Masters.
0: <laughs> yeah. Power to the people. Back once again to talk up some Dice Masters conversation. But it's a bit I don't know what the word is. A bit low, bit bit dull, bit bit muted at the moment. It's a bit light. Yeah. Everyone there's uh, everyone's all feeling sad on Facebook, getting all worried and concerned about the Dark Phoenix saga and what's going on with the game and uh,
2: the Dice Masters
0: online Discord is just really quiet. Occasional rules question. It's uh, yeah, everyone's feeling it. Everyone's feeling it. So our campaign to Attempt to lift spirits and convince people to go rooting around in the older Dice Masters experience and to be less concerned about what the state of the new stuff is hasn't paid off. Meh, oh well. Yeah, I mean, we're still ticking on, we're, we're still doing all right. Uh, and the, U- the UK scene, the UK crowd has grown recently, actually. We've got a few new additions to the online player base over here. Amazing. Been nice. Yeah, they've been getting stuck in with the lads. Do they listen? Uh, I honestly don't know. Oh, Bad me.
1: form, mate. First thing you should say to them is check out the uh, M O D podcast every uh, <laughs> I've got I've got an advert for the Ministry of Dice on my MySpace page. I'm not sure how many people see it. <laughs>
0: I think that, actually, if I check the stats, I think that's driving an awful lot of traffic. Is it? <laughs> yeah. Friends reunited. I've
1: told all the people I went to school with back in the 80s what I'm doing, and they're, they listen religiously.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And that's uh, that's that's the kind of listeners. That's the kind of listeners you need. That's... Yeah, the hardcore. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. So, yeah, it's a bit down, bit blue. Everyone's feeling a bit sunken-shouldered. I think maybe the... Lockdown grind. I mean, it's been a year now for us here in the United Kingdom. It's probably weighing on people's shoulders a little bit as well. I just want to go start- cinema, isn't it? It's all started to get a bit repetitive. Yeah. See, I, again, I think I've said this before. I yeah. forget whether it's on this podcast or on Mod Extra. I do everything through my laptop or my console. I don't. I don't really. I'm not a going out kind of guy. So. <laughs> It's made very little difference to me. In fact, it has justified some of my bad behaviour, like getting the supermarket shopping delivered and stuff.
1: (laughs) We're finding that we're missing stuff that we never even did. It's like, oh, (laughs) we watched something the other day and it's in London. Oh, I miss going to London. I miss going. I went went to London, I think, once every five years. Oh, miss going to London. Oh, open top bus. Oh. Oh, I loved going on the open-top bus. I don't think I've ever been on an open-top bus in London,
0: but there you go. There you go, indeed. Dice masters, go. yeah, dice masters. So, uh, well, before we get into our dice master stuff, as always, my man, we like to warm the conversation up a little bit by asking, "What have you been up to in the last two weeks since we last recorded?" Well,
1: don't know if you know this, but there's a event coming up on the twenty seventh of March, six o'clock UK time, uh, Ooh, which tell is the me MOD PDM That's online. Right. Uh, which will be fantastic, I'm sure. And the format is 10 in 10, which is not fantastic. It's a terrible idea. We should never have done that.
0: Well, let's talk about that in a second, shall we? But if anyone's listening to this episode for the very first time, uh, MOD PDM stands for Ministry of Dice Presents Dice Masters. Here in the UK, what we like to do is travel around, go to stores that we're friendly with and are friendly with the game, to put face-to-face events on. We do sort of three or four through the year, uh, one of which is a charity event that we normally do for gaming versus cancer. But we're still currently locked down, or certainly at the time of making our plans, everything was all still down. things are loosening up a bit over this side of the water so we decided to take it online uh, and make it an online event this time around so on the 27th as andy says at 6 p.m gmt we'll be playing some 10 in 10 dice masters mod tournament style
1: you can and you can go to brickroller6.com where you'll be able to find all the details of the event, the link, how to sign up, et etcetera. Et
0: yeah, it's just a little button at the t- right at the top of the page. In fact, on the right-hand side, you can't miss it. So it's a lovely little spring scene. I've been calling it the spring MOD PDM on stuff. Very nice. Yeah, well, I thought it was appropriate
1: for March. But 10 in 10, what were we thinking?
0: Yeah, well, so uh, I suppose in answer to your, uh, in answer to my question of what have you been up to, you're going to talk about our practice games for 10 in 10, aren't you? <laughs>
1: god catcher what is that about
0: yeah that was rough man I'd, i'm not gonna i don't maybe some listeners caught the live stream or have seen the video of, of some of the testing that we posted on youtube but it, even with the 10 in 10 and the additional restrictions it's still pretty rough. gruesome. it is
1: yeah. indeed so i had a tinker around so i put the team that i was working on which is the jubilee ping when you feel as a bulk character coupled with the ant-man i took out the ant-man side of things the ant-man that's unblockable when he spins up because it, it just took too many working parts in order to get it to work i needed the zatanna out uh, then i needed to get the ant-man and then it needed to roll on ideally level two which is so situational let alone trying to defend myself and try and get like a parasite out to pump him up too many parts just wasn't working. It was too slow. So I thought that I'd try out uh, adding some parts of my fish food team in because that is very spread across sets and relatively easily could kind of mush the two teams together. I say relatively easily. It was still a pain in the ass, but did manage it. Uh, And then all I ended up was trying to regain two life whilst getting smashed for 20 and then not, not making any difference. So, um, it's hard. It's hard. I, I want. I don't want to mm. go down the route of a gold catcher or a Becky. I can't do the Thor because it's actually. I've, I've got the no. I don't. Uh, so yeah, it's 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 rough to try and find a good team where I won't get smashed in the face, but on the same respect, it's not going to smash anyone else in the face uh, with the massive restrictions yeah. that it's got. So I've had another tinker for tonight. You'll be able to see that on youtube.com forward slash The Ministry of Dice by the time you're listening to this podcast. And um, try bringing in a few different things and I'll see how it goes. But it just takes time. That one piece you think might work will no doubt be in the same set as the other thing that's pretty concreted into your team. (laughs) So then you've got a a choice. Either go with the new thing and try and replace the old thing or, you know, discard what would be great and try and go for what's similar, really mind-bending. And then you end up with... Like five or six open campaign boxes, um, <laughs> trying to h- hunt down this random as you like card, uh, and then the dice which you used like six months ago and is some box somewhere in the. Anyway,
0: I developed a little bit of a system.
1: Cool, mm. like yeah. a, like a poker
0: system, kind of. Uh, I got some post-it notes, wrote all the ten in ten legal set names on them, and then when I'm team building on me on my desk upstairs, I put the post-it notes across the top and I spin them over. <laughs> when i've picked a card from that set that seemed to work for me a bit better this week clever like a Um, visual aid yeah yeah that seemed to work for me because that was the thing that i was i don't know why but even with the cards in front of me i still can't i'm always going what was that one from you know and yeah. picking up the card and like squinting at the symbols and stuff. I
1: have to check out the little that little symbol in the corner, which is far too small for my old eyes.
0: Yeah, or I get slightly blurred in my head because uh, you know the team packs and the campaign boxes from the non-blind uh, are considered separate sets in the ten ted list, and I, and I find myself going, was that was that in the team pack or in the campaign box? Do you know what I mean? Like that that kind of thing. So I just put yeah. them all out. And I just spin them over when it's out there. It's probably much more space intensive and a really ridiculously long way around of doing it, but it worked for me. Uh, but to circle back to what you were saying before, yeah, the Godcatcher was really gruesome. So I was using the forge God Catcher combo, the Energized Forge that can buy action dice for two cheaper. Drawing inspiration from Alex Dickerson's team that he played against me at the... I'm trying to think which event it was. The Virtual Worlds, maybe. Uh, but that's that's uh, where I drew inspiration from. Thank you, Alex, for that little combo. Yeah, uh and we had hoped or wondered that by restricting the Godcatcher and under surveillance in our little ban list, that that might take a bit of the edge off the Godcatcher team. Uh, but I went with a board clear solution, which was Manshoon and Seething Corruption. And it's slower. It's definitely slower. It takes longer to get going and up and running, but you can still just flood your bag with four God Catchers in an instant and then chain them up so you end up with 4 statues in the field. Shame. Now, in, in your defence, and in my defence somewhat, I didn't optimise the team very well, but yours kind of wasn't optimised for defending against it because I think a static field or a wallop would have taken care of business equally. I'd have needed to find space. I didn't have an Eddie Guerrero or an Istrid Horn or anything like that to mitigate globals of that nature, which may shift the dynamic or make it a little harder to get to where it's going. I don't know, but yeah, the God Catcher was i suppose what we're saying is if you're playtesting and building teams for the end of the month you've got to think about that combat damage attack you have to protect yourself against it
1: ew but yeah so we will see um i don't know what you've got planned for me tonight but i've gone i've not i was tempted just to ditch the team and then get gold catcher and just smash your back tonight but i've not <laughs> i've stuck i've stuck with the process We have a five-step process, and I'm on step four, so I reckon I'm very close to finding the – I don't know. It's probably all going to go to pot, but we'll have a go. We'll have another go.
0: Well, it's a new team tonight. I've put something new together. So I'm not playing in the event, as Andy knows, but somebody listening might not be aware of that. So I'm just kind of building a different team every week for Andy to get a feel for stuff he might see on the day. So I've built something new again that I think will probably be – out and about, or something along these lines will be out and about to give you a taste of what this has got to offer. But I suppose one of the concerns we had following playing with the Godcatcher last week was that we're not in that middle ground. We wanted a kind of flatter top-end tier, and maybe we haven't. We're at 18 players at this moment in time, registered at that time of recording. So I anticipate we'll get up into the mid-20s probably by the time the event rolls round. But there are some names in there that are new names, new players not familiar with their pseudonyms that they've used Ooh, on the Yeah, sure. And I'm just a bit concerned that if they are newer players, that I wouldn't want there to be any new bashing going on. Maybe they're like amazing. Maybe they've
1: been like in some kind of local scene and they're absolute geniuses. And They're going <laughs> to burst onto the MOD PDM international level event of epic proportions.
0: <laughs> well, we can't rule that out. We can't rule that out for sure. Yeah, uh, that may well be the case
1: steaming but I, wreck in their uh, in their wake
0: i i would uh, for the sake of the community i would prefer the dynamic to be that way around that the new the new online player turns up and is experienced or has got the head round the game maybe not experienced but has got the head round the game and they're building great teams and they're doing well than the other way round. you know what i mean
1: yeah so come and have a go new boys
0: yeah yeah absolutely absolutely come and bash us oldies Yeah. So anything else in your fortnightly review? Uh, I've I've been
1: a very busy boy. Uh, We're starting to get, not very interesting, starting to get um, ready. We're having an extension built for my house. So getting um, a lot of time spent working stuff out. I made possibly the worst, not worst, but just the most boring purchase of my life, which is a skip for the front of my house, which has cost me... (laughs) In excess of four hundred and fifty pounds. Yeah, yeah, they're not cheap. It's that's like that's my PS five, you know, <laughs> for a for for a big old metal tub that's just going to take all our old crap away.
0: You haven't I, managed to get your PS five yet, have you?
1: No, still waiting.
0: Still on there, yeah, yeah. I check,
1: I check the yeah. Uh, I've got a little round robin that I check, I check Amazon, Argos, Smith's toy superstores, and John Lewis, um, uh, and Game. Uh, I've got them all set up as different pages on my phone, and I check them daily. But I never get there in time. I got very, very close with Game. I was uh, on the waiting list to be able. Oh, to Oh, dude, log there's
0: on. um, there's a website. Uh, remind me later. There's a website called Stock Insider or something like that. <laughs> I used it. Uh, I used it a, a Christmas or two ago. She's got when what, what Insider Stock? Oh, why would you think I said? <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, so th- so stock insider
0: something like that yeah I'll check right. uh, but I used it a couple of Christmases ago when there was a f- one of them freaking dolls you know that was like the big doll for Christmas that we're trying to get for petty a Furby and- no <laughs>
1: <laughs> I had one of them a Hatchimal
0: holy crap
1: <laughs> is it a Buzz Lightyear they were very popular in 1994 <laughs> I think
0: <laughs> you tickle me it's so frozen in time <laughs> and, I, and i'm the one who gives off like the 90 retro vibe <laughs> i
1: don't know what you mean hmm.
0: but in any case remind me later or tomorrow or whatever i'll find you that link thank you I'll very much short yeah. you out but no if anyone's got, no, see uh, the reason i've
1: not looked so much is that i know i'm going to get one like at some point this year there will be enough stock to buy them and i'm not overly bothered i, I will buy one when i can but i'm not waiting up till three o'clock because i know that stock's going to drop or something like that uh so i just keep checking on my phone and when one does crop up i'll um i'll buy it uh but um that's you should have a look
0: thing. for an xbox series x they've got you know the technical specifications are far superior no, thank you.
1: I was at Xbox. I had Xbox 360. I loved it. Really, like, it was my favourite thing of all time. But then I had Red Ring of Death, and I got another one. I got Red Ring of Death, and I got another one. I had three Red Rings of Death, and I was like, I am not touching Xbox again, ever, 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 ever. Okay. Whereas my PS2 still chugs along quite nicely when I plug it into play some uh, SSX Tricky. <laughs> That's a game and go. a half, isn't it? <laughs> um but anyway so other things i've been up to 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 bring this back on track um i've been very busy doing other stuff i have however found a nice bit of time to play apex i've been enjoying that with yourself with Mm. javier uh it's a good little unwind after a long day and we're doing pretty well i've i'm averaging at least one win a night of playing for quite a while now just you know a lot of crap games, but there'll be uh, one or two good games and there'll usually be a win in there as well.
0: That's all you need, just something to keep you going. Keep you through the day. Yep. That's about it for me. How about there you? you? How about me? Uh, on the So the Don dice Masters front, the uh, Mini Mystics had a birthday recently. And Happy birthday. on that birthday, she got the Dream Home expansion, which is an exciting bit of gaming stuff. In the Mr. Six household. Amazing. I think I've mentioned Dream Home before. You have. Yeah. Yeah. So that's the, the kind of family gaming. And the did I mention that Beast of Balance has got a Kickstarter on at the minute? I think you did. I can't remember which podcast it was on, though. But, um, yeah. Yes. That's an exciting bit of news. So apologies if I'm repeating myself, uh, but the Kickstarter for the Beast of Balance, the Dinosaur Expansion and the big box storage, as well as a re-release of the original sets with some like Kickstarter exclusives chucked in, has been running. So nice. that that's uh, something we can't wait for. Very popular game in this household. And dinosaur! <laughs> <laughs> and I had a little solo play of Warp's Edge, the solitaire game that I picked up a couple of weeks, Ooh. maybe even months back now. I'm losing track of the days uh but i was a bit clunky i've only it's like the second playthrough and i'm still using the rule book quite a bit and there's a few bits i can't quite get my head around so yeah i'll stick with it it's enjoyable though i just i feel like there's there's like a aspect i'm not quite getting in it in it yeah in it in it an aspect i'm not getting in it in it in it um so that's that's my non-dicebaster dice stuff, and as you mentioned, the the Apex Legends, uh, and on the Dice dicebaster side, yeah, just the ten and ten stuff. I've not been able to get together with the UK guys that you know, that we hook up with. Yeah, it's just one of those things. It's it's tough, man. You know, like the way the weeks are panning out, and I'll be doing a few extra hours at work because I've been picking up the kids, and you know, there's things just shonking around my day. But soon I'll be getting back together maybe even face-to-face back at Element Games. Who knows? Ooh, imagine. Yeah, which is a subject that's on my mind, and that leads us nicely into setting up what we've got coming up in the episode, I suppose.
1: What have we got coming up in the episode, Chris?
0: Well, on on that... Subject of maybe getting back together at Element Games, one of our segments today is going to be talking about getting your local scene back up and running after all this, um, or maybe not even getting back up and running. You might be starting from a standing start once again in terms of building your local scene. So a little bit of conversation about that. I'm going to share some thoughts about what I'm thinking about doing to get my local groups a bit perhaps energised and ready to go when... We're maybe in in a few months' time able to get together face to face once again, and to start a bit of a dialogue or a bit of a conversation for scenes worldwide that have maybe started meeting up face to face. Kind of how they've done it or how they've managed to keep themselves going uh, as we're starting to see the light at the end of the tunnel. And then the next segment is uh, kind of continuing our sort of theme of Dark Phoenix saga's not out yet. What we're going to do in the meantime, we are going to do a classic ministry of ice versus battle where we're going to take two sets and face them off against each other against a list of criteria that has been determined by Mr England over there. Um, should be good. Well, yeah, with a bit of a perspective to say well look, you know, you can these sets, these cards are still out there. Have you tried all these yet? Kind of thing. And that should do it really. I mean, this is already a 20 minute intro looking at the clock. <laughs> cool. Yeah. That's good, isn't it?
1: No news is good news as long as the MOD is consent
0: absolutely so yeah should we crack in sorry i was distracted tj's just messaged me oh, i was just doing oh, the same oh thing. both of us yeah tj always
1: messages us on a wednesday doesn't he
0: oh, hello does, he does always message on a wednesday he uh, uh usually while we're mid-recording as well <laughs> so hello tj yeah uh yeah i saw that i knew about the gail simone thing mate uh it's been that's been going on for a little while. She Gail Simone quite often goes on the Tuesday night board game, WizKids board game stream. She's usually around there.
1: Is she, is she the woman that plays Wonder Woman? Is she?
0: No, Gail Simone, that's uh Gal Gadot you're thinking of Gail uh... Simone's a comic book writer, a very good comic book writer, who's well known for her work on Birds of Prey, the Secret Six. She had a, a very popular stint on Red Sonya. Uh she's written quite a lot of the superhero stuff actually. Oh, really yeah. good. Great great perspective.
1: Well, that's very exciting.
0: Does she want to come on the Ministry of Dice? Well, you know, she's welcome. She's always welcome.
1: Do you think she listens?
0: Oh, yeah, undoubtedly.
1: Hi, Gail. I've heard you're yeah. really good at writing comic books and stuff.
0: <laughs> right, shall we crack on with the show then, my man? Probably best. Let's do it. Yes, welcome back then folks, and as I just mentioned in the intro there, this first segment is going to be the one talking about getting your scenes back up and running as we see the light at the end of the tunnel on the lockdown, stay in your houses kind of things that have been going on. It's a roadmap, Um,
1: it's a roadmap.
0: Well that's, yeah, I mean I don't know how much faith I have in that, but uh, let's not, you know. Dive into the politics of all that. However, it has been on my mind. I was thinking the other day, all oh, right, well, you know, I might be able to get the group back meeting up again on a Tuesday night over at Element Games, my local store. Let's get the uh, band back together. A quick hello to Matt, who'll be listening. Hi, Matt. Uh, which then led me into uh the Element Games Dice Masters chat group's been pretty quiet. There's not been much going on. Uh, you know, I'm I've barely spoken to Paul in ages or Mike or Pembo or any of those guys. You know, and other than the odd check in, Simon occasionally messages me, but uh, the the only one I'm really still in in much contact with is Duncan. So it was just on my mind thinking, right, so what do I need to do now? And is there a risk? Is there a, you know, might they say, well, I'm kind of, that's it, I've lost interest. It's been a year away from Dice Masters. I haven't built a team for 12 months and I haven't been keeping up on my collection because I didn't buy an Infinity Gauntlet, you know, all that kind of stuff. And I was just kind of rattling around in my head. So what can I do? Either to reinvigorate interest or to start from a standing start and reattract players in, you know, that's that's where I was at. That's very deep. What did you come up with? Yeah, well, so I think the first thing is I've got to start talking more on that chat group. You know, I've I've, I've let it go quiet. I've I've not contributed to that group as much as i used to uh, you know as as any of the other guys have done Uh, i don't think i've checked in with them often enough to say how are you getting on with all this you know because it's just that there's so many checking into so much checking in to do you know what i mean and it's just kind of fallen by the wayside which um i feel a bit guilty about if i'm being honest but i I think i need to throw that out there and just go hey guys never mind dice masters we'll talk about that but how are we all getting on (laughs) But then further to that, I think I just need to ask the question and gauge interest, you know, as this roadmap gets unraveled. Unraveled? Do you unravel a roadmap? Unfill. Open a roadmap. You travel Tra- travel, travel a journey roadmap. through the roadmap to the end. Travel the journey. Yeah, nice. Tra- nice. Yeah, that was a good one. Uh, so as you travel the journey through that roadmap, I'm gonna cut you out there and just make it sound like Oh, you cheeky bitch. <laughs> Uh, what was I saying? Yeah, yeah just traveling that you're making a journey through a roadmap, making a journey through it. I was on, I was on un, un, unraveling, unraveling roadmaps. Like I'm taking the roads and unspooling them like a ball of wool. Like you, I'm way off. What am I? Where am like I? You're I a right
1: racing now? car. You've fallen out the back of your truck, and you're trying to chase the truck, and then you end up in this little village, and and there yeah. you get trapped, and then you have to redo the road, but you make great friends along the way. One's a tow truck
0: yes yeah (laughs) so i need to ask the question uh are are they still interested i suppose go just go out to the group as it stands right now and say are you guys up for getting back together when all this settles down do we want tuesday nights again have you been missing it where you are i think just got to ask the honest question to some degree have have you done that no no that's what i'm saying i need to do that i do do it now what right now do it now no, I can't, you know, I can't concentrate on
1: two things at once like that. Let's do it now and then we can have a check-in and see if anyone's replied to you at the end of the show, at the end of the show show.
0: No, I don't want to do that either, because what if uh, I send it out and nobody replies? <laughs> <laughs> Everyone goes,
1: no thanks, Game's No
0: thanks. <laughs> yeah, do you know what I mean? So let's not do that. Well. <laughs> I like what you're thinking, though. Had we planned this better, then? <laughs> yeah, that would have been like great. A, like a quick telethon. <laughs> Hold on, I'm a Canvas. member
1: of that group. Are you? I think so. Because of all of my time down at element games.
0: But see, this is what i are saying. I let's let's not leap straight into the Hey guys, we're gonna play Dice Masters again before <laughs> for the purposes of a segment. Let's 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 have a conversation. <laughs> While you're there, you can spam a few links to Brit Roller Six. If you've been visiting the website. So yeah, that's that's the first thing that was kind of on my mind and then i need to get in touch with element games as well
1: you do are they still (laughs) they still trading
0: they are they most certainly are i mean element games as part well the northwest gaming center element games northwest gaming center whatever you call it is a part of the element games online store you know it's got that partner company that from what i can gather i'm not a warhammer guy but they ship lorries full of Warhammer stuff all over the world, so I, I think they're doing okay. And last time I spoke to them, uh, just a few instant messages with my mum, Matt. They're, uh, they're they're there. They're just you know picking and packing and posting and running the online store. Okay, um, but oh that's good. Yeah, but I, there needs to be a conversation around their appetite for having players back in store. What are they going to have some? who are kind of phased restrictions or is there going to be limited space available? And if there is limited space, where's their head, head out with that? Because the sad truth is if they've got, you know, 20 magic, the gathering players who are going to drop 30 quid on magic boosters every week. And they've got 10 dice masters players who don't even have a set out at the minute to spend money on. You have to, you know, that's, that's a reality that, we have to face is that they're going to give preferential treatment to magic although they've always been to be clear they've always been very good to us i don't want to suggest otherwise but sure know. Know. it's a good
1: spot size isn't it
0: well it is yeah but what i suppose what i'm saying is at this moment in time i don't know whether there's an intention to put screens in between the tables or you know there's there's still aspects of uh, pandemic protection, isn't there, that's in the roadmap for some period of time yet.
1: Have you blocked me from posting on this?
0: No. Oh. I didn't know you could do that. Can you, Can I block you from posting on things? Because that may be... Uh, that could be a public service I could do for the world.
1: <laughs> Stop playing with my phone now. What were you
0: saying? Something about Element Games? <laughs> <laughs> I said if I if I can block you from posting things, that would be like the Andy England policeman. <laughs> Thou shalt not pass.
1: You can block me on Discord. Not a fan of that.
0: No, you've mentioned.
1: <laughs> um, sorry, I was derailing your serious conversation about um getting the getting the band back together. I reckon that you've got a hardcore group of Element Games players that um will definitely rock up.
0: Uh, yeah, I think so. They're nice, even even if it's the smaller the smaller center and some of the more casuals take their time creeping back in or they've found other interests in the meantime then you know that's fine that's the circle of board gaming life isn't it people move on and find new games uh, it is yeah, and i think, that I think so.
1: there's nothing wrong with that you know at some point your interest will wane and then you'll come back i don't think you have to have you know it doesn't got to be the be all and end all all the time but I, I think they it, it does keep me, seems to keep my interest more than anything else. Is.
0: Yeah, yeah, I agree. And I think there are others like us out there. So I suppose what I'm saying is from the perspective, if you're out here listening to this and you have a similar circumstance to me, there's a local scene. I don't know whether you've got someone who sort of takes the lead on that, whether you need to give them a nudge or you need to step into that space and take the lead and just start re-engaging. With players that maybe you've not been in as much contact with for a while or just start drawing them into a dice masters related conversation before the moment of which you can get back together and i'd also be interested to know because i know that some parts of the world like in north america some states uh you know as long as you've got your mask and your uh, screens up you're good to go kind of thing or if you're in one of the sunshine states then you're just meeting and doing it in the park you know what i mean yeah
1: like um when you see all the people in America playing chess in the park, that must be cool.
0: <laughs> yes, absolutely. And I'd be interested to know how they've sort of got themselves back in the swing of things as we move from the current times to the mythical after times. The end times. Yeah. <laughs> well, Jesus, the, there was a guy on the news the other day, momentary Chris tangent, guy on the news the other day, I swear to God. He was saying, "Well, now you know the bat thing's nearly done, and we're, we're cracking that, and well done we've got a vaccination or whatever you now we need to be worried about the white footed mice problem, huh yeah there's there's apparently there's mice with white feet running around who have got another disease that's going to kill us. I was wow. like, thanks, dude <laughs> <laughs> couldn't couldn't you just let us have a moment of <laughs> Do you know what I mean no that can't be right uh, mate I don't know he was he was a doctor or something or other from the university or whatever he seemed to know what he was talking about I don't
1: know no white footed mouse
0: are you googling again
1: it's, it's a, a rodent native to North America from Ontario Quebec Labrador there's somewhere called Labrador is that where the dogs come from um, yeah although I thought that was in the United States and Mexico don't say anything about
0: alright well bring us back just, on track to the actual America so you're very yeah. distractible this evening Squirrel, is it? Is this, is, is this topic? See, what concerns me is when you get distractible like this, I'm like, are the listeners also getting distractible? You know, I don't know. They can tell us well, though. They going can tell Brit us.
1: to 6com and leaving a comment, or maybe going on to um, Facebook and leaving a
0: comment. Yeah, would that be facebook.com forward slash the Ministry of Dice?
1: It would. Once they've done that, or if they didn't want to do that, they could go onto the Discord. I won't read it, but Chris will. Uh, and,
0: um, <laughs> you can always send us an email as well. Yeah, you absolutely can. You can send it to Chris at dot 6com or Andy at dot 6com Or both, as many people do. They do. But yeah, this is uh, it's on my mind. I'm thinking about the this this journey back into face to face play. I've got very comfortable and routine with online play, but I'm I'm very, very aware that like my wider play group of the you know, the fluctuating numbers sort of between eight and twelve, depending on the time of year and blah 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 we get playing down at element games i only know of three of us who play online and only two have been particularly active online playing in the last 12 months on the flip
1: side it's not as if there's been many new games come out to like distract people away
0: uh well no sure Uh, and or certainly not any games that are multiplayer you know that would be challenged by the same issue
1: yeah like the, the the kind of fantasy flight churn machine Seems to have slowed. Mm. I don't know much about it, but I've not heard of any new games coming out from them. There is a Marvel one, but it's really expensive. Uh, that I think that was just before lockdown, wasn't it? Um,
0: yeah, they're, they're still ploughing out like expansions for uh, what's it called, Marvel Legends, what's Champions? the fancy like, Champions, uh, and what and the Protocol. What's it called? Um,
1: Ghost probably No, that's mission, no. mission Impossible, isn't it?
0: And so that's the. I suppose that's the point is that if you've got three or four sort of multiplayer games that you play with friends and there's been expansions for uh, this is where i can maybe i've found the answer to the dark phoenix saga problem that i couldn't get my head around if you've got a list of games say three or four that you play regular that that you're interested in and passionate about the moment you do get the opportunity to go back into a store and play with those friends your list of priorities you know dice masters it's been quiet i'm not not played it in 12 months there's n- there's no new set coming out yawn but there's still pokemon coming out there's still magic the gathering expansions coming out there's still marvel uh, champions there's still whatever else you know yeah i don't know i don't know it's a conversation starter i suppose but i'm just sharing what's on my mind at the moment i have no answers you need to reach <laughs> out yeah, and that's that's you know that's I'd certainly be very interested to hear from folks their perspective on this or how they're planning on kind of getting back into the face to face scene or if it's dried up how they're going to reinvigorate it and get it get it back to uh, you know do you need to go on a recruitment drive again that kind of thing you know, player recruits recruit players sorry and um, let me know I suppose get in touch let's talk about it I think there are certainly the the hardcore online community have got very comfortable with online play but I think that may change.
1: Yeah, it'd be nice. I think you'll find that there'll be loads of people who will be just wanting to get out and play.
0: Yeah, yeah, I hope so. Cool. And if you're listening, guys, drop me a line. I'm sorry I've not been in touch enough. I, I like your Facebook posts whenever I can, but, uh, you know, that's been naughty of me and I should have been in touch more over this last 12 months. So drop me a line. doesn't have to be about Dice Masters. And that- that's it. That's what I've got. <laughs> cool. My local scene's going to be great. <laughs> We've had a lot of players here in the UK sprout up in the last 12 months though you know i'd have to check it out maybe there's like maybe maybe one of us my next door neighbor i just don't know about it well that's it isn't it yeah yeah it's worth and that's these are the things that i think we need to start thinking about again or preparing for we may not be able to fire the starting pistol you never know what might happen in the next couple of months but failing to prepare is preparing to fail and all that cool we should put a little like thread or something
1: in the discord where people can say kind of what town they live
0: in that's a very good idea i think there has i think there is one around somewhere that was started up ages ago maybe by the dice coalition yeah maybe on their website but yeah well, we yeah. can make you can check something we'll on and
1: we can see that'd be yeah. quite
0: cool yeah so there you go i fizzled out but that's it was i suppose as as far as segments goes it was just what's on chris's mind
1: <laughs> cool yeah i think it's good chocolate oh, thank you, mate. cake chocolate cake's on my mind
0: all right well you know all that indicates to me is that we have a difference in in you know in the length of view. It's not it's not an intellectual reflection. It's just a cake. Yeah, you know, the length of view. You're, you're, you think more short term than me. What are you talking about? My length. Well, if if we're in that space, then there's nothing to talk about.
1: I'm to the next you,
0: segment. You can't dispute it. You need to stop sending me the photos if you don't. <laughs> <laughs> That's not mine.
1: <laughs> That's the best fellow meat in the common.
0: On Southampton Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> And on that note, now we'll start the next segment. <laughs> <laughs> okay then, ladies and gents. So here we are with our next versus battle. We've not done one of these in a very long time. I can't even remember. I feel like the last one we might have done was blind versus non-blind products when they announced infinity gauntlet it might
1: have been it's been a long time
0: it's been a long time but if you're new around these parts and or, or even you just don't remember what the versus battle concept is all about what one of these segments is we take two dice masters related ideas whether that be uh product types or card types or um i mean we've done all sorts we did like Golden versus Modern, for example, and we've done campaign boxes, put them up against each other, and with a set of criteria that uh, Andy organizes and sets up, we, we just do battle, basically, and compare and contrast the, the two ideas against the criteria that Andy has set. So, uh, as I said, before, you know we, we've done all sorts of things, uh, but this week, this time around, we are going to compare, kind of randomly, but not so randomly, Andy will explain in a minute, the Civil War set, against the Infinity Gauntlet set.
1: Yes, we are. And why would we be doing that? Well, it came to my attention that, I was, well, I was thinking, what sets can we still buy in the UK? So for people that are maybe newer to the game, maybe have got in and got their campaign boxes, uh, they've got Infinity Gauntlet, they are champing at the bit for Dark Phoenix. But where is it? It's come off of the internet. I don't know. We need some new stuff. Well, if you search online, what you'll find is that you can get a gravity feed on ebay of civil war for 20 quid plus like four quid postage in packaging now considering that i spunked over 70 quid on that that's a pretty good deal and that's going to keep me going if you've not got it you can buy that you have got loads of cool cards you can play around with them
0: yeah or if you're a more long-standing player then maybe through the process of conducting this comparison there might be a few cards. I suppose the question is, did you give that a go? And if you didn't, perhaps you can go back and give it a try. Maybe you were a meta player and there was a few bits that you didn't encounter, for example.
1: Maybe you're just hunting for that elusive, elusive Ronin.
0: <laughs> I wouldn't know anything about that.
1: No. Um <laughs> so yeah, that was the thought. It's like you can still get that. There seems to be it this you know, there's not a lot of the older stuff that you can kind of go online and just buy. But when I had a little hunt around, that seemed quite Quite prevalent and cheap uh, on yes. the eBay, so I thought, well, let's let's compare this old veteran, used and abused set, <laughs> and let's let's compare that against the new kid on the block, a newish kid on the block, with its fancy shiny cards and its full art backs, and see how they compare one on
0: one. Fair, okay, yeah. I know you've got you've got your little list of criteria to compare by.
1: I do indeed. So we've got four different bits of criteria to
0: compare them against,
1: which is as follows. So we will go for globals, basic actions, super rares, and then standout cards. Okay. Shall we begin?
0: Yeah, absolutely. So uh, which one are we starting with?
1: Let's start with globals.
0: Okay. Well, That's I think, often I don't know if you've done the list or not, but I'm pretty. Sure, that there are more globals just in terms of volume. There are more globals in Infinity Gauntlet available,
1: use that would not be hard because Civil War is very, very light on globals. Very, very light. Uh, in Mm. fact, if we scan through the amazing sidekick app available on the App Store on your iPhone, we have got. Basic actions we've got one, two, three, four. Four of the basic actions have got globals. And then nothing, nothing, nothing. You got to G you get to G before you get your first global, and that's Goliath. So what's that? Five. Nothing, 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 nothing. All the way to Luke Cage. That's six. Nothing, 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 nothing.
0: Continue. Are you on the team builder? Uh, Rocket
1: Raccoon, one version of Rocket Raccoon's got one.
0: Are you on the team builder? Seven uh, on Sidekick app. Ah, okay. Just type global in the in the search. Eight,
1: box. one wasp's got one. That's it. So eight, eight globals. It's
0: not a lot, innit? it? No, it's not. I mean, I remember uh, from my days of draft. I drafted Civil War an awful lot back in the day, and I seem to remember there being some pretty good ones. So Goliath is a is a stat bump for a fist, isn't it?
1: It is so. Not only do you get plus one attack, but you also get plus one defense, and just one fist, and it's not limited. So you can yes. um, you can just keep on building.
0: Yep, yeah. uh, and I also remember a force block global on wasp.
1: Buzz. Uh, yes, yeah, only one version, which I feel is quite rare now. It might not be.
0: Um. um. No, I think you might be right. Uh, I, I mean, I haven't done the maths, but, uh, you know, not run the numbers, but I think that you generally speaking, all rarities of a card tend to carry a global nowadays.
1: Indeed. So, yeah, Wasp is target character die must block this turn. See, that's, that's how all abilities should be. Simple, one sentence, <laughs> to the point. <laughs> Boom. Uh, yeah, well, the right. ones that I liked. Is um, I put the front line down. I can't remember if I really liked it or not. Oh, there's the second one I like better, for obvious reasons. For the front line, uh, is, front
0: line was like was like the weakened, the one that got banned, isn't it?
1: Yeah, target opposing character die can't block this turn unless your opponent pays one life. So
0: yeah, that's, that's right.
1: Good. I remember I liked that because
0: relentless was the banned version.
1: Yeah, that's what they can't yeah. block because yeah. Uh well, that's what it says on the tin, doesn't it? You attack with loads of stuff. And the best of the bunch uh is the Luke Cage Global. This was the one that was used quite a lot with that um horrible vicious, vicious struggle. struggle. Uh which was play a fist, deal lines. one damage to each player. And then that vicious struggle would in turn uh mean that when you're damaged, you would damage your opponent, meaning for a fist you take one damage, they take two. Uh, or if you deal, you know, if you roll two of those vicious struggles, it multiplies. It, it was a horrible team, but certainly the standout global because it was used in a proper meta team. Um, yeah. but yeah, other than that, pretty light. You got some really useful ones. You
0: know, like the force block, is, whoa, 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 that's what? getting worse. You're echoing really bad. <laughs> All right, folks, future Chris here. Sat at my desk four days after we recorded it, editing the podcast, ready for release, and I came across this section here, which I completely forgot about. Just jumping in to apologise for whatever weird thing was going on with Andy's mic on this particular occasion. It's usually pretty consistent, but for whatever reason, we had a gremlin in the system. I'm about to cut out around 20 minutes of really hardcore, technical, in-depth troubleshooting that takes place between me and Andy, which goes somewhere along the lines of this. Oh, mate. Your mic's gone a bit echoey. Oh has it? What should I do about that? I don't know. All oh, right, well, I don't know. Well, move closer to the mic. No, that's not worked. Okay, what if I move further away from mic? No, that's definitely not better. You know, 20 minutes of that really hardcore, you know, as you can hear, very technical, technically minded problem solving to figure out the issue the sound wobbliness does continue for a little bit beyond this point please do i hope you'll excuse it and you can satisfactorily listen to the episode without it bothering you too much we still don't know what's caused it but it settles down in a bit anyway so it's not too much of an issue but just wanted to jump in and say sorry folks i hope you're cool with it please do stick with the segment okay back to past chris and andy
1: So, yeah, so that was the better team. So, so, but very, you know, a couple of useful globals, but, but not a lot. It's certainly not a global fiesta.
0: No. And also, in terms of quality, I mean, I know we just talked about the numbers there, and they are you know, a force block, a stat buff, janky things like Luke Cage. But Infinity Gaunt has got an awful lot going for it. It's got an energy fixer with Black, Black Dwarf, it's got a sidekick maker with the Collector. It's got a force attack. That's... Who's the force attack? Doctor Strange. There's, like, interesting stuff to play around with, like the Iron Lad prep going on. It's got the stat buff, the old uh, Hulk. Is it Pair Fist? And on... Is it Anger Issues? Uh, Yep. So you've got
1: a, a plus attack, one attack. You can use multiple times on Anger Issues with a fist. But you've also got the same for... It's a bolt uh, one, is it? power surge where you can use a bolt.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So lot lots going on there. I mean, there's more besides, but they're the ones that immediately spring to mind. It's got a villain maker with uh, who's the villain maker. What's the face at uh, Hella? Yeah. Uh, although that's an expensive one, I think, isn't it too? It's like a fist and a shield. You've got a prep. Villain is packed. Yeah. Yeah. So it, it, not just on volume, but I think it, in, in, your usability and value uh oh and thor let's not forget thor discounting your action purchases yeah definitely use that one a few times just a couple of weeks ago in fact so i think uh and hasn't it got the oh man hang on wait a minute let me get the team build up
1: you got a uh, energy fixer with black dwarf
0: yeah that's the. i was thinking so the global that you were talking about the can't block is in infinity gauntlet as well it's on it one is. of the basic actions
1: It is on, I saw it earlier, which is...
0: Retribution.
1: Yeah, so it's got the same global that I've just been harking on about in the mix as well.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So I think in round one for globals, not only in terms of volume of globals, but also in terms of quality of globals, we're going to have to give this one to Infinity Gauntlet. Yes, we do. Yeah.
1: Poor Civil War.
0: Poor Civil War. Still worth it for 1999, though. Yeah, definitely. You can't go too well. <laughs> I'm, I'm getting a feeling I know where this segment's going, you see. It's <laughs> so going to go. The Civil War isn't
1: yeah. as is good, but it's dirt cheap, um, yeah. which is probably why. Uh, so let's have a quick look. So second one then, basic action cards. Now Ooh, um, basic actions. There's doesn't seem to be as many. You've got one, two.
0: Basic actions are not my strong suit, actually. I, uh, I'll struggle to quote these off the top of my head quite as well. I think uh, if we start with Infinity Gauler this time around, the the ones I know I've used are Anger Issues, Counter-Strike, uh, what do you call it? The one that was doing your in the other week, Nefarious Broadcast. Yeah. Uh, and I've used uh, Investigation. Is it Investigation? Oh, and I had a little go with that Inspiring. So I feel like I've used a lot more. I think maybe then I can recall from Civil War. I don't feel myself turning to the Civil War page in my Basic Action Binder particularly often.
1: There's, there's, the, the stats in comparison, is 16 Basic Actions for Infinity Gauntlet where there's only 10 for Civil War. Uh, right. You've also got the full art Basic Actions as well, which are a very nice touch, uh, which obviously Civil War doesn't have. True. Um, yeah, so you've got, You've got a, quite a few reprints of previous good cards. Uh, basic actions like anger issues, big entrance, investigation, the various broadcast, pizza,
0: pizza. Obviously. Yeah, <laughs> don't forget pizza.
1: Rally, which was a, a very cool card from. Oh,
0: uh, uh, two, two sidekicks. Is it yeah.
1: AVX uh, promo? It's an AVX promo? Is yeah, it was it, from the Phoenix. Two sidekicks from your use pile to the field zone and on a double burst you can move three instead so you can rack up some Weenies. Yes, very, very quickly. It's a three cost as well. So yeah, basic actions. Very, very good. An Infinity Gauntlet. True Believer, another reprint, Villainous Pact. Not a lot of new stuff, but a a fine regurgitation.
0: Yeah, and and also if you bought a countertop display of Infinity Gauntlet, you'd get basic actions within the draft packs. But with Civil War, you'd need to lay your hands on the starter.
1: Yeah, but you would guaranteed all the basic actions from a starter.
0: Mm, that's your counterpoint. But I suppose uh, the reason I bring that up is because the you know if you bought the 1999 eBay box... You, you wouldn't, wouldn't have the basic actions get any yeah.
1: basic actions that is also very true mm. I've got a spec though if you're looking for them give us a shout
0: yeah yeah absolutely they'll be around if you hit up the uh the more long-standing player crowd for sure uh so uh, in terms of volume and range I feel like it might be a vintcigon again I mean I'm trying to think of what I've used from Civil war
1: there is one from Civil war which may tip the difference Okay. Which was used a lot. Superhero registration act.
0: That was used a lot, you're right. Yeah.
1: Fine, Uh, fine card.
0: Yeah, so that's a ramp basic action, if anyone's not aware. It's a draw and roll two dice. Uh, But what you can do is you can draw and roll three dice if your opponent chooses not to KO a character. So it was just this really tricky moment where your opponent had to think about do I KO a character and give them only two? Or do I not KO a character and give them three?
1: I like that. There should be more little caveats and stuff like that.
0: Yeah, it was interesting. I know the front line. I definitely used the front line quite a bit in the Civil War set. Uh, there was a little combo I like to do using the front line for its actual game text, not not just the global but I, I don't know, I just don't feel it. You know what I mean? Like I said before, I don't feel like I turn to the Civil War page of the binder and go, oh, yeah, that's the one I want. You know, when I'm building Golden Teams, when compared to, say, Infinity Gauntlet, m- my head's kind of more immediately going, ah, I know what I need in here. I need to be prepping a sidekick. Let's get a Counter Strike in there. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I, I
1: agree with you. I think Superhero Registration Act is a fine card, but the rest of them aren't that great. So. I'll go with you. Infinity Gauntlet does the all damage right. on the basic actions. It's two 0
0: so far. Oh dear! Still a good set at nineteen ninety nine though. Yeah, <laughs> good for um, drafting. It's a good drafting set. It is. It is. Well,
1: yeah, and you can use the blind packs. You can if you bought it, you could buy all the little packs and open them, which we may never be able to do again. Um, <laughs> True. Right, let's move this on. So let's do super rares.
0: Uh, oh, the super rares. Start
1: interesting. Start off with Civil War this time when we had eight super wares, as Jonathan Ross would say. Uh, we had four just standard super rares and four what-if super rares, which were special versions of a character only available in super rare form. Uh, and these were the what-if themed ones, uh, which were... What if Black Widow was also Thor? Yeah. What if Steve Rogers was also Iron Man? Mm-hmm. What if Iron Man was also the Sorcerer Supreme?
0: Doctor Strange.
1: Doctor Strange. And what if a missed one was
0: Shannon Carter was Captain America.
1: That's it. Shannon Carter as Captain America which were cool, and they were like max one dice, and they did funky stuff, which is a nice themey touch. Yes, um, yeah, yeah. Ability-wise?
0: Well, there's one of those in particular that I'm a big fan of.
1: The the, the mm-hmm. one, I think the Steve Rogers, Shannon Carter, and Tony Stark. I've never really felt them. I don't think I'd want to use them.
0: <laughs> Tony uh, Stark? I had three copies of that bloody Super Rare, and... Yeah. Nobody wanted to trade for the spare twos. twos.
1: <laughs> well, no, nobody wanted on that one. Yeah. <laughs> However, the R- Natalia Romanova, I don't know why I said that in Italian accent. Is it's quite good stats, four, four, five, five, six, six. Um, uh, max one die, seven cost, uh, but when she attacks, deal four damage to the defending player. End yeah. of one one sentence, shops are good in, which is like Black Widow Serena on acid
0: just amped up yeah yeah no spin down cancellation double the amount of damage i mean you pay seven for it of course but yeah yeah i love playing around with that one i used to use it with static field and more recently as you well know uh, i had a little bit of fun because uh, she's an avenger affiliation i copied over moon knight so i didn't i didn't need to perhaps ramp up to the seven i mean if i did ramp no. up to the seven i could have moon knight and natalia roman over right in the field but i used the moon knight and it was pretty hardcore with a bit yeah, of static field to pull it back every turn.
1: Four, <laughs> eight, twelve, sixteen, twenty, done. Yeah, was relentless. Um, the the standout super rare of the set was the super super rare rolling. Yes. Between but, employees. Yeah. That was a max four, three cost. Stats one, two, two, four, three, five. Uh, and when he's active, once per turn, you may redirect all damage from one source to a Ronin character die, which Brilliant. basically mm, was a really good defensive controlling method of stopping damage coming through Yeah, for the sake of a three-cast dice.
0: Out, outstanding. I chased... This was the... As alluded to earlier, I chased this one like a maniac. I really wanted this card. It's exactly the type of control that appeals to me a great deal and it took me a long time to get my hands on it
1: and the reason and- why is cuz it is super super strong it was on yeah. many many a uh, competitive team yeah yeah doing what it says again one sentence hashtag just saying <laughs> you take a hit from a hulk or the hulk you know you leave the hulk to go through and then you just get rid of the ronin or you could you could let the hulk go through block another character with the ronin and then redirect the damage from Hulk onto that Ronin who's getting knocked out by another character that's blocked it as well.
0: That's yeah. right
1: that was That's the That's right. Yeah. That was a tricky trick with it. So I think that's going to be quite hard to beat.
0: And uh, let's not forget the Venom. I think the Venom was half decent.
1: The Venom uh yeah, it was uh whilst he's active pay a mask to give your sidekicks plus one attack or plus or plus one defense unless that's been copied down wrong until the end of turn.
0: Yeah, so you could you could build out of it. You could do some stuff with it.
1: Yeah, if it was out when you had lots of masks, which was quite possible back then with PXG running around, you could spend all the masks, get the sidekicks. I don't think it was... No, it's not once per turn. So four sidekicks, five masks, an angel or a falcon that makes sidekicks yeah. unblockable, and uh, you're in for a winner. Uh, so, yes, yeah, good. I don't think it's as, as strong as the others, but certainly a notable mention. No, absolutely less
0: but Ronin front and center representing the civil war super rare crew uh now Infinity Gauler I think the number of super rares now is a bit overwhelming and I've not been all that bowled over by the game text particularly 16 super rares yeah uh they're very inset specific like I'm thinking so there's a Doctor Strange that I tried to play around with and he his game text is triggered when you field an Infinity Watch character and you can I think it's reroll another character, but there's not a great deal of Infinity Watch characters. Certainly not cheap ones right now. Uh, the super rare Black Widow, I got that in the when we did the unboxing, and I was just a bit like, eh. nice. <laughs> you know, the, the Hulk. There's a better Hulk in the lower rarities. Uh, Gamora, super rare, has her place. She's the, she copies Energize abilities, but it's very specific. You know, you have to be facing Energized teams on the other side of the table. Uh, the Miss Marvel, I'm thinking about the unboxing again. We got her in the unboxing, and she just can't be re rolled, which is strong in a meta where there's a lot of re rolling going on. Not so strong when there's also spinning down going on. High cost energized cards like She Hulk. Uh, I couldn't even tell you what Star Lord does. There's Spider Man, Superior Team Up's a bit of a standout. Uh, That's yes, the, the one Spider-Man's
1: that. Spider Man's card is considered to have the affiliations of all the character cards on your team.
0: Yeah, so I think there's some interesting stuff in that. Uh, and Turk Barrett, the Mind Gem, has seen some play. He's a good combo piece to go with the Iceman from yeah, the X-Men First Class Box. Energize.
1: Yeah. I'll just read it out. You may deal one damage to target character die while Turk Barrett is active. You may spend Mask Energy to use a global ability or field a character die. Deal one damage to target character die.
0: Yeah. So uh, So that's... Well, yeah, it's guns. got some stuff going on on it. But the, the, the main, the the front runner, as far as super rares in the Infinite Gauntlet set goes, is Thor, Jormungun's Fear.
1: And he should quite rightly be in Fear because th- while Thor is active, when you field a character die, deal two damage two target character die or player. And then he's also got the global that we mentioned earlier that discounts actions by two when you pay a bolt. It's rough. It's rough. You just. Get spammed, you field characters and lose a hell of a lot of damage.
0: Yeah, yeah, but with sixteen super rares across the set, your distribution, you know, your ability to get your hands on one is much harder through buying the blind product. And like Ronin, I suppose uh, they're on level pegging on this front. Nobody's uh, putting up Thors for trade, just like nobody was putting up Ronins to trade because it is a usable, playable card that you can build teams around. um, That that sets it apart from the crowd.
1: Yeah. Unless you, you, unless you... Yeah. I mean, there's there's nothing there that you'd want to trade it for, is there? I mean, it's a standout one.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so I suppose it comes down to, uh, in our versus battle, whether you're a Ronin or a Thanos guy. I think Civil War has that. Uh, not Thanos, sorry, Thor. I think Civil War has it. You think? So yeah. let, let me just present this... Thor, this devil's advocate moment. Thor, you could make a whole... He could be the cornerstone of a team you build. Ronin is just a card you chuck into a slot in another team.
1: You're saying that Ronin's got more utility.
0: Uh, That's that's a way of looking at it, yeah, absolutely. (laughs) But he's not a win condition. He's not a win condition, I mean, mean, just for the record, I prefer Ronin, certainly. I, I was just playing the devil's advocate.
1: Oh, you devil... I, I think for um, utility and use, I mean, it's going to fit into more teams. Where well, you, you play a four team or you don't play a four team. Yeah. You can play a number of teams and Ronin would work uh, in it for um, for your protection. So I think it's really good. I like the fact that you've got a little bit of a theme with the what-ifs. Uh, I like the fact that there's not just a spammy amount of super rares. So all in all, I'm going civil war.
0: Yeah. All right. Two one then. Cool
1: beans. Right. Uh, now I think it we'll just I mean, I think at this point, we'll out of the three, it's it's obvious that uh, IG is is probably better in most things. Um,
0: <laughs> it's, it's winning out, yeah.
1: It's winning out. Uh The last thing that we're going to do is look at standout cards. I don't think we'll bother rating it. I think we'll just have a quick natter just looking at the time um, about standout cards from each set.
0: Yeah, okay. Uh, Well, uh, uh, certainly from my time drafting Civil War, a card I used to enjoy playing around with a lot was Baron Zemo, the rare, evil leadership. And he became unblockable when you KO'd one of your own characters. Well, when one of your characters was KO'd, but obviously you you want to KO it yourself in your own turn. Uh, and I used to do some shenanigans with that. What did I use to, use to KO stuff? I used to pick up a rocket raccoon who's got the low defense number and ping him off, I think. Uh. Uh, if memory serves. I can't remember how I used to ping him off, though. Uh, but yeah, I like that, unblockable. And there was an, another unblockable. I think it was Songbird. And she was unblockable if she was attacking with another non-Songbird character. Or was it when she was attacking with another Songbird some combination of that. Uh, she's
1: attacking with only one other die, and it is not a songbird.
0: Not a songbird. Villain
1: yeah. die in brackets. Oh, just a songbird. The songbird cannot be blocked.
0: Yeah. Yeah, so yeah. That, that, that was some fun. Bit of unblockable stuff that I used to like playing in Civil War. I used to enjoy the She-Hulk overcrusher that had a bit of life gain rolled into a game text as well.
1: Cool. I think certain notable mentions can be made for the, uh, the Punisher. The four-cost common had Intimidate. The five-cost uncommon had, when fielded, all other non-sidekick character dies you fielded for the rest of the turn gained Intimidate. Uh, and then the rare one had Intimidate. And when he's active, when an opposing character dies fielded, spin him up one level. And if you do spin the opposing character down one level. Uh, yeah. So I think the uncommon was one that I played around with. It was a time yes. issue. It was very powerful, but you just had to be, you had to time it right because you had to field him. And then you had to field loads of other stuff in order to abuse the intimidate. Uh, well, that's, power.
0: that's a pro, I suppose, in terms of the perspective that we're going from, because that's something to have a good building around. It's a bit of a brewing challenge, you know, um, it the card brings some stuff to do,
1: you know. Indeed, and talking of cards that you can try and build around, this one I remember seeing this one for the first time and thinking, "Oh my god, game changer!" It wasn't. It could have been the seven cost of it. Uh, I think was its downfall, and that's the rare Captain Marvel. I remember I chased this card a lot. Um, uh,
0: the the double attack step one
1: yes so while she's active you may have a second attack step immediately following the first uh, you must attack with at least one character die in each attack step and captain marvel must remain active at the end of your first attack step now that that's that Whoa. just seems so cool that's like four lines of text dude well it's only one sentence and then the rest of it's in brackets
0: <laughs> right, okay. <laughs> and it's it's three and a half
1: lines. So it's
0: Caveats and acceptable
1: within the Andy England rules of Dice Masters game text. Um, Fair yeah, old. I mean I think if they'd have made it a six cost, uh, or if I don't know, it just didn't. It should have been so cool and it like it changed the whole like dynamics of the game. It changed the the steps. It wasn't an ability. It changed the whole kind of game.
0: Didn't it's, de- it's definitely one worth revisiting. I, I had lots of ideas around trying it out with Infiltrate. I had ideas to try it out with Fast and ways and means of making that work. And I think there's more of that stuff now. It's perhaps one to revisit in a golden context for a bit of a fun, casual team. Because I agree, there was there was something there. Yeah,
1: definitely something there. Um that one, I remember that one. I just remember trying to get that card and getting very excited when I managed to pull it. There was a nitro as well, which was good. I could never get this to work, but basically it was when he was KO'd, he dealt when he was so it's the the common nitro. When he is KO'd, KO target opposing character dice with a defense less or equal to nitro's defence. And then you could use the Goliath Global within the set to just pump him up to have a massive defense, which yeah. meant that you could just get rid of whatever you wanted, which is quite fun as well.
0: Yeah, uh, there were popular shield-based team builds that centered around Namorita.
1: Yeah, I never quite got that either.
0: Yeah, she sent, what was it, KO'd stuff to the used pile.
1: Yeah, so when Namorita KOs a non-shield character die with combat damage, place the KO die in the used pile.
0: Yeah and it used to be the Ant-Man Global you know the switch the attack and defense number.
1: I'm with you now, yeah cuz I was yeah. just thinking she's got crap attack but she's got 346 on her defense so yeah. You That's
0: can't right. Yeah so that that was a, a funky little move. There was the Moonstone. She was expensive. She was like a 5 cost but she did the damage when she attacked which was like a like kind of like cheetah used to be in the Justice League set. Oh yeah. Yeah. Loads like of stuff that. in Civil War you could build little teams out of.
1: Yeah, I think I was just the reason I kind of thought we'd just talk about it was that we've spoken about IG a lot, so people kind of know about the different cards for them, but they may not have visited or would like the little trip down memory lane if they had been, you know, if they've known about these cards before.
0: There was uh, Justice, uh new warrior. In fact, somebody played that against me recently. Uh, he gets plus two, he's really cheap, he's a two cost. Dice and he gets plus two attack if you've got two sidekicks in the field.
1: Yeah, that's cool because his stats are uh, two, three, 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 and four, four. So two, three, four becomes four, five, six. Maths fans,
0: yeah, nice, nice math skills. Thank Loving you very it, very much. Loving it. Thank well you done, much. you. Thank you very much. So, yeah, there's definitely stuff you could build teams out of for sure.
1: The moral of the story. For anyone still listening is that infinity gauntlet does seem to be better um, <laughs> however there is enough stuff in that big box of 90 foil packs that you get to rip open so you get 180 cards you get more dice than you know where to put and you'll get more copies of dice you'll get like six and seven copies of a dice that you don't even need um there's fun to be had for 20 quid off of eBay if if you've not got the civil war set i would strongly recommend and to be fair just to, to clarify i am not selling it
0: <laughs> it didn't even occur to me <laughs> no imagine uh,
1: have a bidding war it's you know it, it's worth it it's you know if you've got you know if you can find some old sets on the cheap Or even if it's just like people selling stuff off, I wouldn't pay a lot for it, but you know, a a big old box of 90 packs that you can rip open, even that for 20 quid, that whole process of just opening them up and sorting them out, that's worth 20 quid. Have a go. Absolutely.
0: Absolutely. Fill some time while we wait for sets that may or may not turn up.
1: I've got a lot of Civil War spares if anyone's looking the other (laughs) way.
0: Me too. (laughs) <laughs> Give me a shout if you need I dice.
1: Bought, <laughs> I bought, I bought a um, a cheap gravity feed a couple of years ago on the hunt to try and find you a Ronin.
0: Oh, bless you! I I bought an awful lot of boosters trying to find that Ronin. So every time I was down my local game store, I would just you know pick up. You know they were a pound a piece, so I just used to grab three, four, five packs before I left of an evening, just to, on the off chance, just, just on the off chance, yeah. But it never happened. I, th- I got it in a trade eventually. I think. good work yeah yeah it was good I think I had to I still even to this day I think I had to do a pretty hardcore you know favourable to the other individual to get it out (laughs) get it out of the hands you know but still there we go right I'm looking at the clock man we should wrap this one up and get us into the little outro let's do it well there we are then folks as all things must this episode of the Ministry of Dice has come to an end we hope you enjoyed listening as much as we enjoyed recording it and we did and we did. Did we, though? You seemed a bit distracted today during my little bit. Oh, sorry, mate. I didn't mean to. You can't help yourself. You're just a distractible sort. Squirrel! <laughs> I'll tell you one thing I forgot to mention in the intro that I did mean to mention this week. Uh was that the Double Double and Dice guys have got a Dice Social happening on the 20th of March. I know we talked about our event on the 27th, but I just wanted to call that out. They're doing a Patrick, St. Patrick's Day theme. Oh, cool, uh, where all the all the cards must be a forecast uh, based on the four leaf clover, which I thought was quite interesting. So, head on over wow. to dm north.com and have a look at their information. Uh, lovely, casual, easygoing scene, uh, the die social scene, and one that I can highly recommend.
1: And I will as well, even though I've never played in one.
0: <laughs> well, they always seem to put it on, on the Saturdays you're working, they do never mind one day it's the way of things is the way of things uh please also if you get an opportunity head on over to youtube.com forward slash the ministry of dice that's our youtube channel that's where we put our video content out um it's we've mostly been doing gameplay videos over the last couple of weeks so if you want to go see the 10 in 10 matches around the teams that we were talking about a bit earlier on in the episode. You can go find them there. And by the time this goes out, I've done a little bit of a show and tell. I've done my favorite foil cards video that should be going out in the next day or two. Oh. Yeah, just for something a bit different, and a bit interesting. Uh, I got an email. Someone was asking me about foil cards. I thought, I'm going to make a video out of that.
1: (laughs) Good work. Yeah,
0: you know, that's that's where most of my video ideas come from. I bet I can Uh, guess what some of them are. Oh, okay. Well, sure. If if you want a quick go. Doctor Strange. Absolutely. My favourite, in fact. Is it? Oh, Boom Boom. Yeah, love that one. Boom Boom's on the list, yep. Hope Summers. No, she's not available in foil. Is she not? Nope. It was a campaign box card.
1: Oh, prismatic spray.
0: No, although that is a good foil. It it, It is pretty. Just lost out, yeah. Just um, they're my guesses. Okay. Well, you'll have to watch the video to find out the rest. Oh, well. Um, absolutely. But, uh, yeah, that's so funny that the fact that you know that I love those foils. So the guy who emailed me said, did you know you mention how good artwork is going to look in foil a lot?
2: <laughs> I was like, do I?
0: <laughs> I didn't really realize, but apparently I bring it up a lot. So... Uh, And the proof's in the pudding because you've just named two cards that I've obviously banged on about in foil. (laughs) Uh So please go check that out. Uh, I'd really appreciate if you gave it a little sneaky peek. Uh, and then finally MOD PDM on the 27th of March. If you are new to the online scene or just or, or haven't even started and want to get started, then please head on over to Brittrolllysiss.com our website. We've got a section in the title bar. It's in the top menu called Playing Dice Masters Online. And there's a guide in there. We've got some video. Show and tells of of setups. We've got recommended equipment that we know people are using, like webcams and such, like. It's got a little bit of stuff in there around the etiquette and what's sort of expected and how it runs, what kind of video calling services you use, all that great info there. So if you're on the fence and you're a bit like, oh, but I don't really know about the technology and stuff, please do go take a look at that. I've tried to lay it out as plainly and as straightforwardly as I can. Um, It's got as much as I could gather sort of anecdotally from people I know playing Uh, as well as the videos that we've collected from lots of online players as well, uh, because we'd love to see some new faces on the 27th. We certainly would. And if you're pining for some more
1: Ministry of Dice audio goodness, next week and you're thinking, I've got to wait a whole week for the next one to come out, then go to the minis- well, go to YouTube and search Mod Extra, no E, so M-O-D-X-T-R-A. And uh, when we're not releasing this on a Monday, uh, we release a vodcast on the YouTubes talking about all things geeky and nerdy. Uh, so go and check that out. Subscribe whilst you're there and like the video and listen to it, and you'll not miss us at all
0: absolutely absolutely there's many more things that we could flagrantly and shamelessly advertise to you but we'll leave that one there for today I've been Chris aka True Mr. Six and I've been Andy aka Ronan was the best (laughs) see you later folks bye bye
1: It was like live from, I don't know what they said, but it always sounded like Irrigation Station. So when I used to listen to it live in the car, I'd shout live from Irrigation Station, Ohio. This <laughs> is the, whatever it was. It's going to be, it was, it was a prep area.
0: Was it the prep area? It was, it was one of the, I mean, they had three or four going on, didn't they?
1: Yeah, they stole all the
0: zones. They <laughs> <laughs> didn't get the double burst, though.
1: <laughs> no. I was strongly thinking that we should be called the use pile.
0: <laughs> <laughs> this is the use it's, pile. Uh, certainly would have been appropriate. would be now.